Welcome to Big Skywriter, the podcast for storytellers of all shapes and sizes. Whether you write novels, teach classes, or just tell your friends what you did last weekend, if you're a storyteller, this podcast is for you. Here's the host of Big Skywriter, Clint Morey. Thank you, Mark, and thank you for dropping by to listen. Today, I want to share a topic with you that I think is pretty important. It has to do with technology. Now, I shared some of these thoughts in my free newsletter, and if you don't belong to that yet, please, I would encourage you to sign up for that. We live in a world today where we almost expect technology to come to our rescue when we face problems. Does it take too long to download a movie on your phone? Don't worry, 5G's coming to the rescue. You'll be able to download a full movie in less than a minute. Want to know the weather? You don't need to check the newspaper or catch the morning news show or even look out the window. Just ask Alexa. Do you have a body part that isn't working? No problem. Get a replacement. You can take it out of someone else's body and put it in yours. Or you can get a brand new part made in a factory that works even better than the one you started with. Isn't technology amazing? Now, during the coronavirus pandemic, many people have been concerned about, well, spreading the virus. Sure, we've tried not going to work, not going to school, hiding inside our houses, wearing masks, staying six feet away from other people, just to name a few of our efforts. But still, some people got out and potentially spread the virus. We need help. So what can we do? <laughs> Technology, where are you? Once again, technology has come to the rescue. Apps have been created that can be installed on your cell phone to protect you and the rest of us. These apps have the ability to let you know if you get near anyone who has the virus. That way you can be tested to see if you're okay. And if for some reason, you know, you have that virus and still go outside where people are, the app can keep track of everywhere you've been, everyone you've met, so that they can be protected. How cool is that? Well, cool just might be the wrong word. Now, Apple and Android, they have apps as part of their operating system, so you don't even have to download them. And what can they do? Well, let's see. They can track every website you visit. They can track every web search you've made. They can track which apps you use. Uh, they can track who you are near. They can track what you say. They can, well, they can find a lot about you. And it isn't just the phones. A number of government organizations are using facial recognition. That way they can identify people and track where they are and what they're doing. Some government agencies even use drones, those things flying above our heads, to identify us and track us. So isn't this technology really a good thing? Think about it. If you know history and have an understanding of human nature, and I recommend you become a student of both, you should have a very good idea that what will probably happen in a society that has these, what should we call them, uh, tools? 
we can get a glimpse of what such a society could look like by taking a brief visit to China. You see, China has these tools, and they've chosen to use them today. They call it the social credit system. It tracks what their citizens do, who they interact with, what they post on social media, if they break any laws, if they disobey government rules, if they don't display the correct interactions with others. And then they're given a score. And the score in the system can bring you perks. You can get discounts on energy bills. You might be able to rent items without leaving a deposit. You can get better travel deals. You can have easy access to doctors and hospitals. You might even get better visibility on dating websites. If your score is low, however, you pay the price. You might not even be able to travel. You might not be able to get a good job. Your children, I, I mean your child, might not be allowed to go to a good school. And people might avoid you because being near you might bring down their score. The Chinese system is, as they say, designed to, quote, allow the trustworthy to roam everywhere under heaven while making it hard for the discredited to take a single step, unquote. Do you really want the government to decide what you can or cannot do? Has technology come to our rescue? Or is technology a big threat to our future? Stories Matter I have a book that I strongly recommend you read. Now, I know I've recommended this book before, but in our world today, I really do believe everyone should read this, or if you're like me, listen to it on Audible. It's called Defying Hitler by Sebastian Hafner. It's the true story of a young man who grew up in Germany and the experiences he lived through. He was a young boy when his country lost the Great War, the war to end all wars, and you should know that's World War I, and that event certainly had a big impact on his growing up. He was a youth when his country went through what we look at as the Great Inflation, something that it has the real potential to come our way in the near future. And do you want to get a feel for what it's going to be like when a country's economy collapses? Read this book. And here's the real reason I want you to read it. He was a young man when he experienced the rise of Nazism and the coming to power of Adolf Hitler. As you read his description of those times in Germany, I think you will recognize that many of the things he saw in his world, those same things exist in our world today. This is a book worth reading, and I'll include a link to it in the podcast description. Stories and Storytellers Words Worth Thinking About I have a quote I'd like to share with you from a famous guy. I wonder if you have to be famous to have people quote you. Anyway, this famous guy told a story about his youth 
He said, When I was a small boy in Kansas, a friend of mine and I went fishing. I told him I wanted to be a real major league baseball player, a genuine professional like Honus Wagner. My friend said he'd like to be president of the United States. Neither of us got our wish. So just how famous was this guy? Well, he went on to become a five-star general. That's pretty famous. He was a supreme commander of the Allied Expeditionary Forces in Europe during World War II. He was the military governor of the American Zone in Germany after World War II. He became the chief of staff of the army. Then he became the president of Columbia University, and he had to take a break from that particular job to serve as the supreme commander of NATO, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. A pretty famous guy. Oh, yeah. And in 1953, he became the 34th president of the United States, Dwight Eisenhower. Before I go, I'd like to share a blessing with you from the Old Testament. May the Lord bless and protect you. May the Lord's face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious to you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. Number 6, 24 to 26. Until the next time, be the reason someone smiles today. <laughs>